Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, something similar, but different. New. That's right, new podcast. Just very similar to a different podcast that we've done for a very long time. So, it's new football podcast. There's been a, a, a change of leadership and uh, with a change of leadership comes a change of podcast name. I guess. Uh, yep, Mr. Williams is here with me talking football. And uh, I guess you're going to get what the new name of it is by the title, so it's not going to be a spoiler if I tell you what the name of it is now. And I'm just working that out myself. While I ponder this, if you are checking us out on YouTube, just click that uh, subscribe button and... Uh, Help the channel out. Go on. Do it. Do it. Go on. Love you. So, here we go. This is CookieCast, the Riverside Roundup. Right, we're off, off into the abyss. For a second there I thought we weren't off. I was like, oh my god, we're not, it's not recording. But uh, I was wrong. I was just, my, my, my view was obscured. So here we are, it's that time of the week again. And that time of the week is football time. Fushballen. Uh... I'm here with my extensive knowledge of the round ball. Uh, Mr. Williams rated on the internet as number one Middlesbrough fan. Uh, the of of 2020, the 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 the, the scores are in. Um, Sketch. Tell you who's not here. Anybody else? There's no one else here. It's just me, me and him. Um, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Cookie Cast has decided to uh, part ways with uh, with one of the uh, one of the football hosts. I actually, believe, I believe it's actually the other way round. <laughs> the other host has decided to part ways with Cookie Cast. <laughs> for uh, for undisclosed reasons, Mr. Williams, I believe you want to address the elephant in the room, uh, so we can move on. So I'll hand over to you early this week, and you can get it done. Well, so obviously this is this is usually where either myself or Mr. P would uh, would welcome you along to another instalment of is it Y or something like that no hang on I've got that completely wrong I know we have a group Y yeah that's what I was going to say oh, no. so it is it is Y-C-F-F-T-T. Y-C-S-T F-F-T-T you yep. can't see the forest for the T's however as has been the case for the last Three, near four weeks or instalments. Obviously, the lack of a Mr. P 
has uh, really uh, provided a dearth of um, forest-based information that we can bring to the podcast as uh, as was previously discussed I uh, don't really care about forest that much so it is with a heavy heart that the uh, YCST FFTT is let's say temporarily shelved in the hope that he you know comes back into the flock who knows and in its place now this is just a tester this doesn't have to be the uh, the full time name of the podcast but we'll go with the first instalment of Cookie Cast presents the Riverside Roundup. Ooh. Yes. Oh, I like that. I like that. I am. Uh, that tickles me in places that are usually hard to reach. And if we do like it, we can even twist it so that if if Panas does come back on we don't have to necessarily go back to you can't see the forest for the teas we could even change it to some sort of river based pun as both stadiums do sit on a river bank so Mm. up there for thinking down there for dancing okay well for now I'm liking this does mean I'm going to have to you know make a make a whole new template for the podcast you know there'll be a lot of copying and pasting going on uh, but you know I'm sure we can make something of uh, of of the situation um, I presume the format is going to be largely the same so that brings us to the first question and the first question is What's been happening this week in football? Well, to once again horrifically date and timestamp this podcast, the uh, first domestic cup final of the uh, season has just been decided, or the lineup for it has just been decided, so, so to speak. So yesterday we had the first semi-final in the League Cup, which was between Tottenham and Brentford. And that finished 2-0 to Tottenham. So the first gate, the first team going into the Carabao Cup final was Tottenham. And in that final, they will play against the winner of tonight's game between Manchester United and Manchester City. And uh, similar result there. It was 2-0 to Manchester City, meaning... Tottenham versus Manchester City on the date yet undisclosed for the Carabao Cup final. Now, apparently, I don't know how true this is, but what they've said is they're not setting a date for the Carabao Cup final yet. They're just going to let it play out as long as possible. So the chance to be able to get fans in the stadium is increased. 
Right. So I think the idea was the. I'm I'm sure I, I might have made this up, but I'm sure I saw something that was earmarking it for around April. But obviously, if it doesn't look as if the situation is going to get any better, then I'm assuming that will just get scrapped, and um, it'll just be played whenever it it gets played. Really. Mm-hmm. So obviously this. This is the fourth season in a row where Man City have made the final. So they are the three-time defending champions. No team has ever won it four years in a row. So they're looking to make a bit of history here. There was a a stat that that showed up earlier on Twitter and Instagram, which was... Uh, League Cup stat. (coughs) Excuse me. Basically, there was. uh, It showed up there were four managers who had won the League Cup four times. I believe one of them was. Strange enough to bring it back to uh, Forest-based stats. One of them was Brian Clough. Um, yeah, if I can't find, it, I'll be annoyed now. But there were, yeah, there was there was four four managers who'd won it four times, but none of them would won it four times in a row. And obviously, Pep can join that list if they win the cup final for this this particular season. Um, I also couldn't find anything about the date of the final. Um, let's see if I just go back into what I was looking at. Oh, here we go. Tottenham Hotspur, current champions Manchester City, will play in the final. The final will be on the 25th of April at Wembley Stadium, having been rescheduled from 28th of February 2021. So, yeah. So... Um, as a as a as a hope that in by by the time that April rolls around, obviously the, the stands won't be filled, but the hope is that they'll be able to at least accept some supporters into the stadium to make it somewhat feel more like a regulation game. Obviously, Wembley holds ninety thousand, so you'd argue that even if they could get twenty thousand people in, it'll give at least some atmosphere to the game rather than just playing it behind closed doors with absolutely nobody there yeah so we'll see watch this space I suppose anything else week wise <laughs> any hirings and firings um nothing that I can think off the top of my head firings wise however this this is a little bit crazy so there has been a huge COVID outbreak at Derby County. Okay. As such, their entire first team squad and the manager, so Wayne Rooney, are having to self-isolate. They're scheduled to have an FA Cup game this weekend against Chorley. Um, oh, it's at Chorley as well so as discussed on last year's podcast I've been to Chorley and it's 
how do I say this conservatively? A bit of a shithole. Doesn't have any segregation in the stand. It's basically just one big stand, one small stand, and then two basically like sheds that people just cram under. So that's that, that's going to be interesting. So the entirety of the first team squad is having to self-isolate. They're scheduled to play Chorley in the FA Cup on Saturday. Instead of trying to get the game rescheduled or just forfeit in the game, they're going to send a group of under-23 players and under-18 players. So they're basically sending, effectively, the reserve team and people from their academy to play the game. I mean, now, for them, great opportunity. Mm, absolutely. For... So Charlie are only semi-professional. So, so with the greatest will in the world, You'd like to think that, you know, eighteen to eighteen to twenty-three year old professional footballers, regardless of the fact they've never played first team football before or very little first team football, you would like to think they'd still have enough talent to be able to be a bunch of players who don't play professionally to the same standard. Yeah. So It'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, so this is this is the this is the um, statement that was given out by Derby. The first team and coaching staff are in isolation until early next week when they are retested. So the earliest they can get retested uh, is Tuesday next week. So obviously by that point the the tie will have been played. The um, first team of coaches have raised in the isolation until early next week when they are retested, said Derby Chief Executive Stephen Pearce. But we will be able to fulfil our fixture against Charlie, uh, Charlie as the Football Association regulations are slightly different to the EFL. If you've got 14 registered players, and it doesn't matter whether they are academy registered or first team registered, you are obliged to fulfil the fixture if you can, unless for other reasons if you want to apply. We still have 16 players we are still able to put out on Saturday. As a club, we're quite pleased to do that and we're keen to get the game up and running. It's a great opportunity for those guys and for Pat Lyons and Gary Bowyer who will be taking the team on the weekend. So, it then goes on, that's the statement that Derby have given out. It then goes on to say further, honouring the fixture is, this is all coming from Sky Sports, honouring the fixture is providing a logistical nightmare for Derby because six members of their under-23 squad were promoted to train and play with the first team this week before the latest outbreak. So they're already sending the twenty, the under-23s and the under-18s. That's already decimated by at least six players, because they've been called up to the first team in preparation for the game anyway. So... Wow. It's, it's crazy. So... We'll just have to wait and see. So that, so that, so that's that's the base. That's the main sort of talking point, I suppose, from a, from a FA Cup slash COVID perspective. Um, there's also doubts over the FA Cup third round tie between Shrewsbury and Southampton after several Shrews players returned positive coronavirus tests. Certain individuals now enter a period of isolation. The club has informed Shropshire Public Health, the EFL, and the FA of the situation, and discussions will continue. Um, no club 
will automatically have to forfeit an FA Cup game if they are affected by coronavirus, with each case to be assessed by the FA on its individual circumstances. Um, all teams taking part in this weekend's FA Cup games have to be tested 72 hours before the fixture. So that will put us to... I don't know if there's any... I don't know if, there's, if there are any fixtures on Friday. Let's have a look. Because um, normally the, week, the, the week's fixtures will start on the Friday night. Yeah, so we've got two games this Friday. We've got Aston Villa versus Liverpool and Wolves versus Crystal Palace. So those all those players will have been tested today as a minimum. Bollocks yesterday because at least 72 hours, so they're about to be right. tested on Tuesday to be ready for Friday. Yeah. Um, so the, reje- the, reje- the rest of the teams that are actually going to be competing on either Saturday, Sunday, or the following Monday will be tested in the next couple of days. Um, I don't think it'll be the last that we'll hear of it, as in, there'll probably be more teams that are going to be affected because you'll have. Teams that are still recovering, so obviously our game against Rotherham on Boxing Day was cancelled because they had a yep. coronavirus outbreak. Um, I'd imagine they're over the worst of it and they're back to fairly normal, but who knows? So there you go. Interesting stuff. Indeed. Anything else from the week? Um, not Not particularly... Um, no, nothing, nothing like nothing major that I can see. No. Okay then. Well, casting our minds back to a time when there was Nottingham Forest football predictions, I have two games from last week uh, that, uh, as it turned out, you and I predicted. Uh, the first of those two games was a Nottingham Forest football game. And, I mean, it's like his spirit has been channeled into every fibre of this game. Preston North End versus Nottingham Forest. So, um, your good self, you, you, you didn't think Forest were going to take a win on this one. My good self, I didn't think they were going to take a win, but I didn't think they were going to take a loss. I thought they would take a draw. In actual fact, like a phoenix rising from the ashes, Nottingham Forest went 1-0 in this game. And who should score that goal? Lewis. Graban. Is the wispy bearded wonder himself, Lewis Graben? Can you believe it? A, a Forest win with a grabbing goal. It's like he was in the room. Um, what that does mean score-wise is uh, neither you or I, Mr. Williams, was able to take any points out of that game for scores. However, one of us was shrewd enough to for, have the foresight to think Graben's due a goal. And uh, I went with Graben to score. So uh, one, one point. And that might be significant later on. 
which brings us swiftly to Wickham Wanderers versus the mighty, mighty Borough. Um, I can only imagine that when Wickham scored, Paul Williams was on his knees going, Why? Why, Wickham? Why would you do this to me? Mr. Williams, what was the score in this here game? Well, Andrew, I I almost feel responsible for um, certain parts of this game because, now, I think we've discussed this on the podcast before, uh, my, my, my good lady partner quite likes interesting footballers' names. When we were discussing the game, before kickoff, I noticed that one of Wickham's players had quite an interesting sounding surname. And I said to her, Ooh, look, the guy who's played up front for Wickham, he's got a good name. He's called Uche Ikpiatsu. And she was like, Ooh, I like that one. That's good. That's good. And of course, Karma being the fickle, cruel bitch mistress that she is, within three minutes, struck. Uh, and he found the back of the net for Wickham. So he did. Luckily for me, though, the Borough boys didn't take this line down, and they bounced back. They whipped themselves up into a frenzy and managed to score three goals in reply. Three goals. Three goals that you yourself correctly predicted, sir. Unfortunately. You didn't give the Wickham Wanderers the chance that they des- they so rightly deserved, and missed out on a on a precious point. Um, both your good self and my good self did have the mighty Borough down for a win. That's all that really matters. Typically, if you'd have if you'd have taken my prediction and your prediction and pushed them together, we between us would have got that prediction because I I did give them one goal. Didn't manage to get the correct goal score, unfortunately. However, however, speaking of goal scorers, do you know who scored the three Middlesbrough goals? I certainly do. On his return to the team, it was a goal for Marcus Brown. Indeed it was. There was another goal for Marcus Tavernier. A lot of markers going on there. And the third goal was scored by Marcus, for these purposes, Chubarakpom. Now then, I feel I feel I was ever so slightly robbed on this one because this was clearly not the 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 one alternating week where I go Chubber to score. Or Brit to score, and I went Brit, so I, I missed out on precious points there. However, you and I both were like, Tavernier, absolutely going to get a goal this week. And he absolutely did. Points across the board. Two points for you, Mr. Williams, with a uh, Middlesbrough win predicted score and a Tavernier predicted goal. Um... I predicted Middlesbrough to win, and I also predicted Tavernier to score. But if you cast your mind back, 
I took a point out of the Nottingham Forest game, giving a grand total of two points for you, sir, and three points for me. Thank you very much. It is, uh, it is a glorious moment in time. Um, now then, uh, a, a, a usual, a usual book looks something like this. A little bit like this. Got a little bit of a box going on down here. Get your points in. You get your money in. Get your, get your, get your. I mean, you know, you got this guy going on down here. Whew, takes up all the page. That's it. That's all she wrote. And by she, <laughs> of course, meaning me. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make, I'm gonna pretty it up by making the smallest table ever, um, just to round it out. Now, I think at this point in time, we've absolutely got to talk about how Brentford have got to be Middlesbrough's nemesis by now. I mean, they must play. You, you must play Brentford like every other week at this point. It's, it's non-stop. It's like, you know, one week it's the one team and then the next week it's Brentford. I seem to write their name down all the time. Um, I've, absolutely, I've, 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 I've messed up already. I've done too many boxes for this wee table. Uh, Brentford versus Middlesbrough. What the money looks like and what the total numbers are. So... I, unusually, have not already predicted, but I'm just going to jot something down here to make it look like I actually have. Mr. Williams, this is your team, uh, but as it now falls to me or you to go first, uh, would you want to go first this week or would you want to go second, as is customary? Well... I'll go first because I'll need to give you a little bit of sort of context around the game. So, they've made a change to the FA Cup games for this season in that usually if there was a draw, you would get a replay. Mm -hmm. Not the case. It's a one-off game where if the game is level after 90 minutes, there's extra time and then penalties. Okay. So, you might need to factor in. So, if you were going to just... So, for example, if you were going to suggest a draw, you'd then need to pick which team you thought would mm -hmm. either win it on penalties or whether they'd win the game in extra time. Stuff like that. Interesting. A new dimension to be added to the game. Mm. Which is why I have picked... A 1-1 one, one draw. Mm. One, one. However, I do think we'll lose on penalties. Mm. So you can put 1-1, one, one, but then a little P on the side that's Brentford. Okay. It is done. All I need from you, sir, is some goal scorers. 
Um, for the go- for the Brentford goal, I'll go for Tony. Tony. And for the Borough goal, I will go for Brit. Okay. Um, I, on the other hand, have got uh, I've got a lot more faith in the borough. It's, it's that simple. Risky. I know. Uh, I've gone two nil for for the borough boys. Um, a little bit of recycling going on here, but um, basically, I've gone uh, Brit and Tavernier because uh, Brit didn't Brit didn't score last time, so he's absolutely going to score this time. Simples, uh, and then uh, and and I like putting Tav down because I think he uh, he loves a goal as the lad. Um, Who that... do you want as the first goal scorer? Put it down as it's written. So Brit. Set because I had a bit of a problem with the old sky bet there. I have a problem. So I was just going to put on the scores as usual with the bets, but then I thought, mm, no, because those bets will not be as high. Let's put a cheeky score cast on, shall we, and get those odds a little bit higher. I, I have a problem with sky bet as well. Mm, right, so. Many. So, did you say you picked Brit and Tav? Tav, yeah. Which one do you reckon will score first? Brit. So British on Belonger and two 0 Middlesbrough. Oh, seventy to one. Like it. Whereas if I've gone for Ivan Tony, Tony. and one one, mine is seventeen to wow. one. That's a bit of a bit of a difference there. So there's our return. Um, that, that that's it. That, that that's that's it. That's it. Well, obviously that would bring us to the A O B section mm. of the podcast, and there actually is some other business. No. And not only is it business, it's or it, not only is it any other business discussion, it is actual. Business, business, because the transfer window is open, and Middlesbrough have made a move. Really? Technically, two, two moves. Ooh. One in, one out. Oh. So, leaving the club on a loan deal is goalkeeper Dejan Stianovic. He's moved to FC St. Pauli. In Germany, on a loan deal till the end of the season. Okay. So that puts us a goalkeeper light. So in his place, we have signed Jordan Archer, who previously was playing for Millwall. Um, he's also come to the borough after a spell in Scotland with Motherwell. So he will now be the backup to Marcus Bettinelli. 
regular. Interesting. Moving so on, the, shaking. Yeah, the transfer window stays open until the end of February. So I would imagine there'll be a few more ins and outs before the end of the uh, transfer window. There's been rumours of people like Lewis Wing maybe moving on. Hayden Coulson maybe moving on. Um, and then coming in, there's been a lot of talk of um, them trying to get wingers in. So at the end of the last transfer window, they were trying to put together a deal to sign Yannick Balassi from Everton, but the deal didn't go through in time. So there was always talk that when the transfer window reopened, there was thought that that, that deal would uh, would start up again. So there's, there's talks there potentially. Um, other than that, there's uh, a guy who used to play for Hull, who is at West Brom called Camille Grzycki, who you might recognise from the book. Indeed. Um, there's talk of him potentially coming in. Um, uh, a rumour's come out today that they're looking into um, potentially taking Jack Clark, who was a winger from Spurs, who used to play for Leeds. I think he was born in York, actually, which, oh. is, uh, which is interesting. There's talk of him coming in. Jack Clark was uh, the kid who, when he was playing for Leeds, actually, he collapsed on the pitch at Borough, um, and there was a bit of there was a bit of sort of panic around that at, at first. But um, he since recovered, and obviously he's, he continued his career as well. But yeah, there was talk of him uh, potentially being uh, up for a move. Uh, and I'll see if there's anyone else that have has been linked today. Nothing that's nothing that's all come through on my feed massively, so a bit of a slow day, so we say. Slow yeah, but like I say, there'll be more uh, there'll be more t- people linked um, before the end of the window, and I'll be very surprised if we're not bringing at least a couple of players. So watch this space. Will fit, will fit very nicely into our This Week in Football section. Talk about uh, movers and shakers. Transfer talk. Love it. Well, if that's the end of the any other business section, I have no other business because, I mean, you know, what business do I bring to the table? Table business, that's what I bring. Um, anything else from you, sir? Nothing else from me, Andrew. There we go. That is that, as they say. That is that. Uh, thank you to you, sir, for joining me, taking these lovely people through the murky, murky waters of football. Um, let us know if you if you're having a, a cheeky flutter this week and what that looks like, and let us know if you uh, a want to go up against our predictions. Always, always space in the book, especially now. Uh, or B, fancy yourself sitting, uh, sitting on the sofa, so to speak, uh, with Mister Williams, talking Middlesbrough, or in fact, your insert your team here. Football. Give us a shout. Usual place, usual back time, usual back channel. So there we go. That's it for this one. A new era dawns. Thank you, sir, and uh, I'll catch you next time. Bye.
So there we go, what do you think of that? New podcast, very similar to old podcast, with a twist. Um, yeah, let us know what you think of the new name. Let us know if you think it needs a tweak or if you love it as much as I do. YouTube watchers, you can tell us how much you love things by clicking that subscribe button and uh, helping the channel out. It is a big help. I know it's just a little click of a button, but it is a big help to us. So, thank you. Everybody can jump over to thecookiecast.com. Check us out over there. You can drop us a line, drop us an email, drop us some social media love. Any of that stuff. So there we go. That's it for this one. And until next time, I'm going to say bye. And I will see you then. Bye.